Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good afternoon or good morning everyone. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk brought to you by the 10 Minute Trader where we talk about dividend stocks and investing for weekly and monthly cash flow. Today is Wednesday, March 10th. It's 11.27 a.m. and we're going to jump right on in, see where we are, where we're going and what's up. All right, as you remember, we got these three stocks that we carried through for the, know, for the past couple of weeks and we're just collecting premiums and dividends. For now, um, to see where things are going. So, so first on the list is CL, which is Colgate Palmolive. See what's happening with Colgate today. All right, put it into the one-year chart, and Colgate was a year ago at 71, found its low in mid-March at 58.42. From there, it took her a couple of weeks to get back to where she was. Probably by mid-April, she was back where she was. And then she finds a new high Right around uh, November, the end of November, at 86.44. She travels there for about a month and a half. And since the beginning of the year, she's come down from the 85 all the way down to the 74. And it appears to have a double bottom right here from the beginning of March and today, right around the 74 area. But we got Colgate back in the beginning of January. Um, right on January 11th, we've had it for eight or nine weeks, and we've collected eight or nine premiums every week. And then we also collected an additional uh, dividends, which we only caught two shares. But hey, let's give like 160 bucks, maybe 200 bucks. Who knows? But it is what it is. Let's get on where we are now. We got um, Kogi Palmolive at 80. Let's see what we can do because today's Wednesday. We don't really want to let the whole week go by without collecting something. So we're into it for 80. She's sitting at 75 at the moment. So if we look at 77, 76, 76 might be too close. Let's go 76 and a half. And how many shares do we have? I think we have 900 shares. Yes, we do. So 900 shares at the open. And that's how much that's going to be. That's not 72 bucks. Eh, big deal. Okay, so let's go back, see where we are. That was Colgate uh, 11. So we 11, that's 900, that's 90 bucks. Right around 100 bucks we just collected. All right, so it's an extra 100 bucks, not a big deal. Not a lot, but then again, enough to make it worth our while. Now, HAS, which is Hasbro, um, Hasbro started out a year ago at 68, found its low at 42 before returning back to where she was at the end of March, where it wasn't really there that long before she could return to where she was going. She went sideways for a couple of months, and then she escalated to where she is today. Well, not really today, but she hit a high of 101 back in uh, mid-January. Going sideways, floundering a little bit, floundering around a little bit, she settled at 96 at the moment. Now, where are we with Hasbro? Now, we've had Hasbro since the middle of January, so all of January and all of February, we've been collecting premiums on it. We even got to collect it, um, two additional shares for the for the dividend reinvestment plan. Now we sold eight contracts the other day at ninety seven and a half for a 
buck seventy a piece. So that was a nice little chunk of change that we got for that. I believe that that more than made our mark for the for the week. Um, because eight contracts at one seventy, that's eight. Um, I don't know, fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars right there. So that was good. Um, we're not really expecting too much for them. It'd be nice if they do close above the ninety-seven and a half. That way we could be out of them. But you know, it is what it is. Qualcomm is the last one we're bringing up. Qcom. Now Qcom started out the year last year at seventy-eight oh nine. Quickly found a low at fifty-eight in mid-March. Didn't take long to get back to the seventy-eight uh, by the end of April. And then she just stair steps away up to a new high of 168. Now that's not bad from going from 60 all the way to 168. Okay, so from the high at 168, she has a quite a bit of a downside, but it looks like she's finally found her bottom right here at 122, 123, which is where she's sitting today. Now, where are we with Qualcomm? Let's find out. I'm pretty sure we got them at 144. We did. So we got it at 144. We collected five additional shares for the dividend reinvestment plan, and that brings our average price down to 143. Now, she's at 129, 130 area, so let's see if there's something we can do to get in a little bit of cash from QCOM this week. Okay, now we got it at 144, so, and she's sitting at 130 at the moment. So let's go for 130. One thirty-five. So that would give us at eighteen. That's about uh, two hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, one hundred eighty. Okay. Give us a minute or two. See how that looks. All right, there we go. One thirty-five at nineteen. So nineteen. That's one hundred ninety bucks. Okay. So we just made about three hundred bucks. Not bad. All right. So. We are in March 10th, so we're going to be looking at what's trading on the 24th. Now we're going to go back to next last year. We're looking, looking at the 24th, which is or the 25th for tomorrow, to see what's going on. All right, give it time to populate because it takes a while. Come on, there she goes. All right. Here we go, looking at, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that. We want to look just the dividends, ELS, which is Equity Lifestyle Properties. That looks like a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust. So let's put that in, ELS. Okay, so ELS started up to late year last year at um, 74. Mid March, found its bottom at ninety. At, sorry, forty one ninety seven. Uh, it jumped back up to sixty two, and it traveled sideways for the whole year. It basically went nowhere. So she's sitting at um, sixty forty nine at the moment. Let's see what the seasonality looks like. See where this thing's gonna go in the next couple of weeks. Yep, she's going down. So we're gonna just bypass that one. All right. Medtronic's PLC. Let's take a look at Medtronic's PLC. MDT. Alright, so MDT. They're flattened going down, so that's not even worth looking at. RBC. Isn't that uh, Royal Bank? Oh, let's find out. Regal. 
Beloit Corporation. Oh, I was way off. All right, so Regal Beloit, they're going to go sideways with a downtrend to it. Yeah, that don't make me happy. All right, so TTC is the last one on the list. And TTC just so happens to be the Toro Company. Oh, they make um, tillers and garden equipment. TTC. All right, so TTC, here we go. TTC is also in a downtrend. Hmm. Why is nothing looking good? Well, not for the strategy anyway. All right, Toro started out the year at 75.84, found its low mid-March at 52. From there, it didn't get back to where it was, didn't recoup until mid-May or mid-June, beginning of June. From there, she had a little bit of profit taken, then she shoots up to the new high, which is 103. She's sitting at 100 now. Um, it looks like she's bouncing off the bottom at 96. So let's see where we think she's going to go. And put in TTC, TTC, bring that up. As you can see, the buyers and sellers aren't quite cooperating. Looks like they're both going down. So there's no real path the way this thing is going. And she just had a dividend. Or they announced a dividend. Oh, the earnings. Okay, sorry, the earnings were estimated at 75, but they were actually 85 cents a share, which is not bad. We should send it up. Hmm. Let's trade on that one. See what that looks like. All right, so TTC, if we're going to do the covered call, she got a bid of 131 and an ask of 142. That's an 11 cent spread. That's a 1% spread on a on $100 stock. So, all right. So if we bought the 100s, we bought it at 100, we could sell the 100 calls for three days away and still make our 1% with a little bit of extra kick in it. That looks pretty good. Okay, so if we're going to do a spread, um, I would do the 90.95. Nope. 95, 100. 360. Yeah, but see that it has to go up because it can't come down. And so there's not a lot of room for it to, uh, yeah, paying three, you know, 300 bucks. Let's see what that is. Let's try just one contract, see what one contract is gonna do, because 10 contracts is a little much. All right, so one contract, 95, 100, is gonna cost 361 bucks. You can make uh, 140, which is about 30%. Okay, so it's a 30% for a three-day trade, not bad. But again, the stock has to go, has to stay where it is or go up. If she comes down, she can come down a tiny bit, but you never know what's, what's gonna happen. All right, all that being said, we don't have much more to look at for the rest of the week, as you can plainly see, but come Monday, we're going to have quite a bit to look at. Whoa. All right, let's see what we're looking at for Monday. Wow, next week, they got quite a bit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15. So 15 companies go on EX on Monday. So that's going to give us quite a bit to talk about come Saturday. I mean, come Sunday. So for all you guys paying attention and want to find out what for next week, we're good to go for today. We're out of here. This is James of Dividend Stock Talk and the 10-Minute Trader. And we will catch you tomorrow.
Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.